Hello everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. It's so good to have this time that we can share together and as we begin our study, let us go to the Lord in prayer and thank Him for His Word. Heavenly Father, we do thank You for Your Word, knowing that in it You reveal Yourself, You reveal Your ways, You reveal Your Son Jesus, what He did for us. Lord, we are so thankful to You, our God, for giving us these things that we may study in the book of Galatians. And today as we study, I pray that your Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth and then empower us to live according to that truthful way. We just want to bless you today, Lord, and we're so grateful to be here. We thank you and praise you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. The title to today's lesson is No More Servant, But Son and Heir. And it's taken from the book of Galatians chapter 4 and verse 7. As Paul the Apostle continues his persuasion toward the promise of the grace of God, he has used the example of an immature heir who must be in training before he's allowed to control the inheritance. In the same way, the law of God is used to provide boundaries for those who have not received Jesus Christ as Savior yet. However, they will find a relationship with him necessary through failure to keep this very law. We have learned that when a person receives God's gift of grace, he or she moves to the position of adopted child, and now there is a closeness to God that allows them to call him daddy. In chapter 4 and verse 7 of the book of Galatians, Paul shows us the progression for the person who relies upon trust in and clings to Jesus Christ. He wrote, Wherefore you are no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. First, Paul says, Wherefore you are no more a servant, but a son. Because God Almighty has adopted those who believe in the substitutionary sacrifice of his son Jesus, the position of servant is no longer applicable. The believer is family now, and though there used to be a distance between the Heavenly Father and the non-believer, all that has changed. God is the adopting Heavenly Father who by His grace has promoted those who were once servants to be His children. Next, Paul adds, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. As though it were not enough to be known as a child of God, Paul adds that there are those who believe in Jesus, that they are now the heirs of God. In other words, there is an inheritance available. God so loved people that through Jesus Christ, he did not desire that they remain in their servant role, but rather that they be his child and heir. Oh, the grace of God, oh, the abundant grace of God, that the King of kings and Lord of lords would desire to have a family of adopted children is almost too much to comprehend. But then to add that he desires that they have inheritance with him, well, what can we say to the marvelous grace of God? As Paul encourages the believers in Galatia concerning their position and standing with God, can we not imagine that the binding laws and traditions of the Judaizers are having less and less impact upon their thinking? What about us? Have we rules and traditions in place that are beginning to wane because we are understanding more clearly our standing with God by His grace? If we are really understanding Paul's words, 
we realize that if we are believers in Jesus Christ, we are now the princes and princesses of the almighty King of Kings. Oh, what a status we enjoy. Oh, what grace of God. Oh, the mighty and wonderful love of God toward us. May all who hear these words understand. Next time, we will look at what the church members and we were like before we knew Jesus Christ. So read ahead and let us join together then. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And may he uh, be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name. So until tomorrow, Lord bless you.